0: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of permission Two. as many of you may know I am currently on maternity leave but I really didn't want to put the podcast on hold so I have actually handed over permission Two to the beautiful Lucy and Lewis so she is going to be a co-host for a couple of months while I am on leave Uh, Lucy is one of the mentor coaches in Permission Granted and a dear client and a dear friend um, and I know that I am leaving you in really good hands Uh, this is also an example of what I'm all about which is receiving support and trusting others so I am placing my trust in Lucy and I know that she is going to be a beautiful co-host for while I'm on leave so Enjoy this next episode. You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Duke, psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old, Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in.
1: Sam is an Enneagram coach for coaches and service-based business owners. She is a qualified life coach, accredited Enneagram practitioner, and has recently completed her training in Enneagram for Teams. Back in 2017, she was introduced to the Enneagram via a leadership course. Learning her Enneagram type gave her permission to stop trying to fit into boxes that were never made for her and start to embrace her strengths. After having her firstborn, she trained as a life coach and realised what an asset it would be to understand her client's Enneagram type to support them on a deeper level and went on to get accredited in the Enneagram. Her mission is for women to understand their Enneagram type so they can have a deeper awareness of themselves and how they see the world so they can embrace their strengths and start to show up as their real selves in both business and life. Sam is a mum to two boys who she raises with her husband on the picturesque northwest coast of Tasmania with their
2: Labradoodle Millie. Hi Sam, welcome. Hi Lucy, it's so nice to be chatting to you so thank oh,
1: you. Yeah I'm so glad you're here that we get to have a chat.
2: We've exciting.
1: been through uh, Permission granted twice
2: together. Twice, I know. It's been a very um, surreal, it's surreal that it's finishing up for the second time now.
1: It's crazy, right? I can't believe it's over. Like, it just feels like this 10 months, but this whole year has just flown by.
2: Oh, absolutely, yes. And it's just been so good to have been the container with Sam for a second time, I think. Definitely,
1: yeah. And for a much, it's nice that it was a much longer container this time as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think you it makes you realise when we did that small, the, like the smaller one, how much you benefited from getting that longer experience with Sam going into those topics on a deeper level.
1: Yeah, yeah. And also um, what I really enjoyed about the second round and the longer round was that um, just had a lot of space to go over the material and like integrate it. In between the modules,
2: yeah, absolutely. And I loved, I loved the circles. I love that we actually got to sit down and do the work together. Um, I think with the first round, we we did it a little bit more separately. And I think having that space to do it in a group container, seeing other people's faces as well as getting that chance to journal together was a real benefit.
1: Yeah, totally. I love. That's why I, love. I loved it so much. And I loved that, like, how supportive all the women inside are for
2: each other. Like. just such a beautiful container absolutely I think Sam just attracts all these like-minded women that are just like your biggest cheerleader even though we're on you know you and I we're in different parts of Australia we've never met personally in person in real life but you know it's amazing to have that group where we're all sort of going for the same thing we're all wanting to do that inner work you know and get a bit vulnerable together and Mm. feel safe in a container and Sam just has that ability to bring beautiful women together she really does. She really, really does. That's the,
1: I think one of the, you know, absolutely like having Sam support is great and their material is great and the inner growth is great. But what is so great and what brings all that greatness together is the other women that you meet and the community that you create.
2: Absolutely. And I think it shows that you don't feel so alone in it either mm. because you're going through it together. You're on that, that journey together with other other women who are like you say just so supportive of what you're going through too so it makes you feel more seen and heard as well yeah and celebrated I think oh absolutely I think that's such a huge part of what Sam's like the group of permission granted is to celebrate ourselves and our journey and celebrate each other and it's just it's a special container that's for sure sure is
1: Sam, take us back to Sam a few years ago. Can you share with us a little bit about where you were at and what led you to sign up to Permission Granted?
2: Yeah, well, I was super fortunate. I stumbled across Sam the early early 2020 and um, I actually joined her biz, um, Happy Biz Mama group. And- oh, yeah. I was really fortunate with that. I was like, oh, I don't think I've got the time for it. Unfortunately, I want a space in that. And then going through that container, I realized how important to have that community was and to have those support around you. Especially, I'd only just started my coaching business at that stage. And when you've gone from, for me, I'd gone from an environment where I worked with people, um, going to a place where you're like, oh, I'm working by myself every mm. day. Having that container was amazing. And I think as soon as Sam release permission granted, I was like, yep, sign me up. I want this again. (laughs) The only real hesitation I had was the fact that I'd just fallen pregnant and Mm -hmm. I was quite sick. But I also realized too that I would need extra support in Mm -hmm. going through that journey as well. So it was definitely a no-brainer for me to sign up and join her community again. And working with Sam, like I just I don't think I've met a coach like her. She just has that ability to make you feel so supported um mm-hmm. while still in like in this amazing sound way of encouraging you to take action even if you're not ready
1: yeah that so, gentle accountability
2: yes, yes yes she just has that ability you feel like you're like oh i'm taking action <laughs> i was like i don't really know if i want to do this yet but she's she just um yeah i just feel like she's such a, an example um and i was just like yeah I just definitely wanted to jump in again and then obviously going through permission granted the first time um I was like I knew that the second half of my pregnancy was I was still struggling and so I Mm. went when she said yep permission granted the second time I was like actually I think I want the bigger version I think I want the longer and like you said the spaciousness of having that 10 month container with beautiful women who I knew um you know and there were some new people obviously Mm. but we're all going to be on that same journey again. And I just, it's, it's, I think it's a bit indescribable how the support of these women, you know, even just with the Facebook community, how nice it is to have like it feeling like a safety net, yeah. feeling like if you have a bad day, we could just jump on the community and say, Hey guys, I'm I'm struggling a bit today. Yeah. Um, can I, can I get some support? And just knowing that hundred percent of the time you knew that it was going to be there. Totally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I like second all of that that (laughs) that you said, apart from the pregnancy stuff, I didn't (laughs) need support with that. But like, absolutely, like everything else, the gentle accountability. Sometimes I found the the shifts were almost like really subtle and I didn't really realise that it had been, although like monumental, but like it happened so subtly that you kind of didn't realise that that happened. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, hang on. I'm not feeling that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. Did you kind of find that?
2: Yeah, I feel like it wasn't like you say it wasn't like huge jumps in transformation. It was just those subtle things that, like you say, in reflection, you're like, oh, oh, I didn't do that which I would normally have done, or I, I wasn't being that, uh, having that you know, critic or mean girl talk mm. to me the like, way because I'm like, and, and I th- honestly had sometimes have a situation where i'd have sam in my head going you know like you know what would sam say about this and yeah how would she be like oh, you know taking imperfect action and and all of those things that i know that honestly without the support i don't know that i would have i would have done and mm. i would have had those subtle shifts and i know okay. that i'm definitely you know all that work um like you say it's hard to describe the the big steps forward but it's just like those little step forwards that you continually take mm. that actually are a huge big leap at the end of the process
1: yeah yeah absolutely all the little things add up to be a big thing right
2: yeah absolutely and you and I think that's that's a great thing about it too because I think we're all busy and we all have lives and we're all doing things so it's not like we had all this time to put into the container and mm. so it's just like the little work was good in the sense that you could just do a little bit and know that you were still moving forward. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So what was your biggest mindset shift inside Permission Granted and working with Sam?
2: Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good question because I've been, I'm not sure that it's just the one shift, like you said. Mm-hmm. I think it's the little things that all add up. It's the, the inner child work, the... The, the way that you talk to yourself, it's the taking imperfect action, it's finding joy in the things that, you know, yeah. find, knowing the, the importance of ta- actually doing things just for fun. Because, you know, when you become an adult and have kids and things, sometimes you just, you're going through the process and you're running your mm-hmm. own business and you forget to stop. And yeah. so it's those little reminders. So I'm not sure exactly what I could put my finger on being the biggest mindset um shift although just I think knowing that maybe trusting myself Mm, yep maybe that's it maybe it's trusting myself knowing that I do have the ability and I can do more than I think I can do
1: yeah that's a big one
2: yeah and I think that's that wasn't like one lesson from Sam I think that was just the the combination of all the lessons coming together yeah
1: yeah So what was your favourite module
2: then inside Permission Granted? Mm, Unapologetically you? Yeah. I I think it's such a big, such a big thing. I think for me personally to be, Mm. to really step into myself and my strengths. I think that was probably the deepest one, but I think, yeah, it's hard to pinpoint, which was my favourite. But I think that one, I think it's definitely, it's just that reminder yeah, we're so unique and we all have our own strengths and that we can just be ourselves and we don't mm-hmm. have to show up like anyone else. Yeah. I think we sometimes, especially in business, for me personally, it's like we see all these other people doing similar things and like, oh, maybe I should be like that or maybe mm-hmm. I should be doing like this. And then just leaning into like, oh, actually, I have all these strengths and I don't need to, I actually don't need to be like that person or do these things that I can actually lean into what I want to do and yeah yeah, there were so many different things and asking for what I needed that was a big Mm. thing for me learning how to do that yeah um yeah it was just so much I think there's like you say there were those little things Mm. that were all all added up but they were all really important
1: yeah yeah absolutely and I actually I actually remember the call where you celebrated asking for help and just I remember feeling so pleased for you, <laughs> and so happy that you'd finally been able to ask for the support and the help that you needed. And I was just like, "Yes, <laughs> go Sam!"
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and something that you don't realize is like, it's like I feel like I um I didn't realize it was such a big thing for me. Like I just, you know, you know, when you feel like I I didn't realize it was such a problem for me to ask for help. Yeah. As in, I just always thought, well, if I just can do it myself, it'll be fine. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. But it's such a big thing to actually go, okay, well, what do I need or what do I want? And and, and actually asking for that and being going, I'm worth asking for that. You know, I I don't have to compromise all the time and it's okay to follow my desires and what I want and to be able to ask the support for that.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, particularly as women and as, as of mums, it's like there's this like expectation that we, to be able to do it all or like that we have to sacrifice our wants and needs and put our kids first. And it's just like you don't have to, like you don't have to do that. <laughs> you, you, can, you can ask for help and you can, you know, go after your joy and your desires without being a shitty mum.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that was another big thing, the end. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I can have, I can be there for my kids and I can get what I want as well. Like I don't have to, it doesn't have to be all in one basket. I don't have to, um, not sacrifice, not the right word, but I don't have to put it all into my kids. Like me being Mm -hmm. happy and me finding what lights me up is really important for me to be a good mum. Totally.
1: It's like an overflow, right? When your yeah. basket's full, that overflows into all of your relationships and to your kids.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But it's giving yourself that permission. And I think mm-hmm. that comes down that whole permission granted. is like yep. giving yourself yep. the permission to not feel guilty about leaning into your desires and your wants so that you can be that happy person, so that you can be that happy mum for your kids.
1: Totally. Totally. So... Tell us more about your journey with your life coaching and the Enneagram and why you think it's important for women to understand their Enneagram. And maybe tell us a little bit about the Enneagram and what it is. It's yeah.
2: <laughs> a great starting point, so Lucy. Um, yeah, so the Enneagram is somewhat to think about it as a personality sort of um, profiling. Mm-hmm. um any means nine so there are is nine core types and they're based off uh core motivation and fears
0: mm-hmm. so
2: there are nine types um and the idea around the enneagram is to try and really see how you've been putting yourself into boxes like i mentioned before that that actually weren't meant for you mm-hmm. so it's really based on how you see the world unlike a lot of other personality tests where they're like how the world sees you
1: mm-hmm. so
2: You can have nine different people and they can all have the same behaviors, but Mm. they can be motivated by very different things.
1: Yeah, right.
2: And so this is where the Enneagram comes in, because when we can learn what we're motivated by and how we see the world, we can see our strengths and we can see our limitations. We can see what we're triggered by and it can give us some really insight into how others
1: Mm. are
2: seeing the world very different to us. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're not going to understand our way of seeing the world in the depth that we do. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's this, sometimes we go through life thinking that people should really just think and feel and act the same way we do. And then it can get frustrating when they're like, oh, why, why can't you see my perspective? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Enneagram kind of put some language around that. There's a lot more depth to it than just the nine types. We've got um, instincts and... Uh there's the way that you act and think and feel and how that shows up and how strong you are in different aspects so there's definitely not nine types that's what some people get a bit of going oh I don't want to be typed into a box mm. um, so there's you know I know I'm a t- an enneagram two, but I know other truths that are completely different to me because mm-hmm. they have different subtypes and instincts and like I said they might be stronger in their thinking and they might be stronger in their action than I am. So they show up and they behave differently. However, we still all have the same core motivation. So all twos are motivated to be, um, we want to be lights. Mm -hmm. All um, fives really want to show that they're capable Mm -hmm. and nines want peace. They want everyone to be happy. Right. And so then we make decisions based on our core motivations down at their core. So it really gives us a great understanding of where we're coming from. Yeah. So that we can work through those things based on what, how we see the world and not just what our neighbours thinking or what our friends are thinking or doing. Yeah. Because we have a different thing. So I, I started coaching, life coaching. I got into that and I started actually coaching. In my business and i was working with a client and i was like trying to work out how to connect with her better and mm-hmm. i thought actually you know what back in 2017 i did this leadership course with the enneagram and i knew mine quite in depth and i'd worked with a coach previously on my enneagram i thought i wonder if she could find out her enneagram time so i yeah. asked her to do it and it helped me significantly because then i could see why she was making the decisions she was making. Mm-hmm. And so then I could support her through that in a way that suited her best. Yeah. So I could understand, oh, okay, so if you're motivated by this, I can see why you're making that decision now. Okay, great. And I can ask her questions in a way that would support her best. Mm-hmm. Like for an example, like I'm, a, I'm high in feeling. I'm in the heart center of two, I'm high in feeling. So I will actually ask a lot of feeling-based questions. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that make you feel as a coach? And I, and I see that as my bias as being it too, which is really interesting. But I was working with a client who was high in their thinking.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So instead of asking her, how do you feel about that? And her going, oh, I'm not really sure. I could ask her, what are your thoughts around this? Yeah. So just slight changes in my questioning could help support her better to get better. Mm-hmm. I could ask better questions to yeah. support her to move forward you know, quicker and easier because I could see it from her perspective a lot better. So that was why I sort of thought, get, you know, and then COVID hit and I was able to do an Enneagram course. Thanks, COVID. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) look at the
1: positives. not all bad, yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, And I could do a course and I could get accredited in Enneagram. So I thought this is where I want to be. I want to help Mm -hmm. people understand themselves better so that they can understand, you know, why they're in their business, what's holding them back. um and then in their life like why can't i get my hubby to see why he needs to stack the dishwasher this way and it's yeah okay he sees it from a different lens i always like to sort of reference it's like looking at a house and you're in one room and someone's in another room
1: Mm.
2: all right you're looking out one window and you can see a different angle and they can't they just physically can't see that angle because they're not in the same room as you yeah so it gives people that compassion and understanding so that we can come from a place of of that rather than the judgment mm. or the, why yeah. can't you just see it like I'm seeing it?
1: Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting. And I can see how like coaching and the Enneagram just blend so well together. Like just from what you've said there, like I'm like, yes, of course. <laughs> that makes total sense that you would blend the two of them together. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's 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 just been incredible for my clients just mm-hmm. to understand their Enneagram type. And the biggest response that I've got from my clients is someone seeing me Yeah. when they're getting their report and they're yeah. going, there's other people like me that have these same feelings and people are going, oh, I feel like I was the odd one out growing up. And then you've given me this report and you've talked through these, this type and there's others out there like me.
1: Yeah. And I guess it's also that relief of, oh, okay, so that, it, that's never going to work for me, that thing. Me trying to do it that way is never going to work for me so I can stop trying to do it that way and do it my way instead. Does that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I think we have this version of even like success, you know, I think yeah. that everyone should have their own version, but we have this society of what success looks like. And it's like, well, actually that doesn't work for you. Mm. That's, that's actually not your, your path. You're trying to fit into this box. You're like, I think I need to be this super outgoing, confident, rah-rah, um, stand up in front of 20,000 people and talk. And you're like, yeah, but that's not, that doesn't suit you. Mm. And, that's, and that's okay because that suits that person. Yeah. It just wasn't meant for you and that's okay. So if we can start to embrace what was meant for us, then we can start feeling more easeful in what we're doing. And we don't mm. feel like we're going up a, you know, pushing a rock up a hill. why isn't this working for me
1: (laughs) so I know you mentioned in your bio that you uh, help business owners and service-based coaches and service-based business owners as me as a coach like how would me knowing my Enneagram benefit
2: me as a coach and service-based business yeah so that's a great question so understanding that as people we have our own biases Mm-hmm. So like I mentioned before, me as a true. I know I'm in high in the feeling. So I'm going to ask feeling based questions. However, that doesn't always serve my clients.
0: However,
2: mm-hmm. understanding what your Enneagram type can really help you connect with your clients by you can sort of see how, what you're bringing to the table and what your strengths yep. are as well. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I had a client who was a coach, and I said, "Okay, well, what are your strengths?" And she couldn't really put the language around it until mm-hmm. we we put the Enneagram, and she was say a five, for example, and they're really great at strategy and seeing the big picture. And and this person was really high in action, like they're like, "Yep, go get us and they're like, "I'm just not attracting go getters. I'm mm-hmm. not attracting clients like this." And I'm like, "How are you marketing?" And she's like, "Oh, that I'm a coach, and that I do this, and..." And I'm like, yeah, but how are you marketing your strengths as a coach yeah. and what you can do? And it's like, if you want people that, um, you know, you're really great at strategy, like tell people, I'm really great at strategy, but I need you to be high in action. You know, mm-hmm. I want to go-getter. Like, if you're not a go-getter, we're not going to work together, right? And it's like, so when we start to see those clients come up for us that we're like, oh, I, they, we just don't gel very well. It's like, well, do you want to work with high? you know, go-getter clients or are you working with clients that want to build relationships? Mm. Or are you working with clients that need more strategy? Or like, what does your client need from you that you can help support them with? And then when we're having discovery calls, we can go, actually, you want relationship support with building relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you're a real go-getter. That's great, but that's not what I work with. I work with people that want to go deep. And so we can sort of really lean on our strengths. So me as a 2 my strengths are relationships and helping my my coaches build those deeper relationships with their clients yeah. by seeing what the strengths that they're bringing to the client and then picking up to what their clients Enneagram type might be. Like, how are they talking? How are they acting? What are yeah. they saying? You know, if they're like, if they're doing like a hundred million things and they're like, okay, what do they, what do they need from you? So it's really understanding ourselves at a deeper level. And I think, a lot of people talk about like we can only meet our clients as deep as we've gone ourselves
1: yeah and truly yeah.
2: understand ourselves
1: yeah that's amazing i want to do it <laughs> where do i start how do i how do how do people find out about working with you and um and discovering and understanding their enneagram
2: yeah well i i'm i'm on instagram so i'm at the underscore Jane underscore Coach. Yeah, we'll and put that link in the show notes as well. And I, I typically work with clients in terms of I get them to do a questionnaire, mm-hmm. um, which is an adaptive questionnaire, and then that gives me out a report and gives me out your type and all the details. So it's not just your type because I think I'm I'm the person that likes to go deep with the Enneagram profile. Mm-hmm. I don't like the the surface level stuff. <laughs> Because I think there's so much more to people. I think yeah. we're not we're not just our type and we wanna have the growth strategies that help support us um, as individuals,
1: mm.
2: not just as one of the nine types. And so I get my clients to a questionnaire and then we work on going through that and really digging into how your Enneagram type is showing up in your life and your business and really start to just bring awareness to it. That's our first step. Mm. Um, I think people think, oh, right, I'm gonna change. I'm going to learn my Enneagram type and I'm going to get all these pro strategies and I'm going to try and change. And really that's not my aim. My aim is just to bring awareness to start with because I think that's the first step mm. is really just really bring awareness to where your Enneagram type is showing up in your life. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Instead of changing, it's more like just becoming more of who you are, right?
2: Exactly. And realizing what the masks are mm. that we've been putting on that we thought we needed to be wearing yeah. And when we start to learn our Enneagram type, we go, oh, I, I've got these other things. I don't need to wear these masks anymore. Yeah. So I get to work with my clients through that. And um, yeah, I do that on like just an individual. You can learn about your Enneagram type. And then I also have bigger packages where we learn your communication and your coaching style and how you receive and give feedback because all of those things are really important in business as well. Yeah, totally. And then on top of that, I have a bigger package where we actually learn all about your Enneagram type in detail. And then we start to really integrate that into your life and see where that's showing up and just really looking at the polarities of things of where are my strengths and where are my limitations? Where is that being a service or a disservice in my life right now?
1: Yeah, that sounds amazing. So, can people like if people wanna like me are like so keen to do this work with you? <laughs> have you got availability coming up? I know it's it's coming out to Christmas, you might be winding down, but um
2: Yeah, I'm having a little bit of time over for Christmas, but fortunately um since opening my books, I've been pretty booked out. Um Amazing. So I'm, I'm very, very grateful for all my clients. Um and yeah, I only have a couple of spaces actually left for January. So I'm just taking wait lists at the moment. Yep which is exciting. Um, I will have more spaces open more in February. But yeah, I think I only have two spaces left in January.
1: Amazing. And so
2: people can join your waitlist from your Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. They can come over to my Instagram and join the waitlist or just DM me and come and have a chat with me and talk Mm. through Enneagram and how you think it might help support you. And I'm always up for a chat about Enneagram.
1: (laughs) Amazing. It is so interesting. I can't wait to learn more about it.
2: Thank you. Um,
1: So just before we finish up, Sam, if uh, someone's out there listening to this amazing podcast episode and they're like, right, no worries, I'm going to work with Sam on the Enneagram, sounds great, but they're still hesitant about signing up to Permission
2: Granted, what would you tell them? Oh, That's a great question. I would tell them, would ask them, I suppose, Are they, have they thought about like what support they need in 2022? Like, Mm. I think it's incredible that we think about our business and what our business needs and our life needs. But personally, like how, when was the last time you invested in just yourself Yeah, in doing something just for you and investing in the support of being in the room with like-minded women, like we've said, supportive, incredible women that are doing amazing things in their own life and business. And connecting with them, I would, yeah, I can't, I honestly can't recommend Sam's permission granted enough. I just think the long 10 month container of you being supported next year, like think about the the subtle little changes that
0: could happen mm-hmm. in
2: your life by the end of the year, if you got and invested in the right support. And I honestly believe Sam is that just encouragement Kindness, compassion, encouragement, bundle of joy. She just truly makes the experience amazing. So, I just can't. I honestly can't recommend it enough. Like, like we've been both been through two, two, two (laughs) lots of permission granted. It's that good. We've done it twice. So, yeah, that's true. We definitely. That's a testament to Sam's work.
1: Yeah, absolutely agree with everything that you've just said there.
2: Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Invest in yourself. You <laughs> lean into if you if you don't feel worthy, you know, send them a message or talk to one of us. We're yeah, to, totally. We're happy to talk through. Thing, but I think if you're feeling resistant, yeah, just ask yourself what what could life be like at the end of 2020 if you invested in yourself.
1: Yeah, and just had like a, a ten months of beautiful. Like account gentle accountability and support, not only of Sam but of all the women. Like Sam just has this ability to just call amazing, big hearted, beautiful women into her containers. So not only do you get Sam's amazing support, but you get the support of all the women inside and me. And so, like, why wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And like, I I still connect with people, and I know that I'm still going to be connecting with be- women in Permission Granted. years to come because we've just all made such a connection and you know you can't you you just can't get that anywhere else so jump in jump in
1: yeah totally go do it it now go do it now
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah jump in
1: because by the end of the 10 months you'll be like why was I even questioning joining the best thing I've done
2: yeah absolutely I know I know sometimes investing in yourself can feel a bit scary but like you say we've both done it twice and we We wouldn't hesitate. I would, you just, you won't regret it ever. You don't ever regret investing in yourself and investing in support and getting people around people like Sam.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming and having a chat with me, Sam, about Permission Granted and the Enneagram. So interesting. And I've thoroughly enjoyed talking to you this afternoon.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Lucy. I'm so, I'm just super grateful that we've been able to have this conversation and a huge thanks to Sam for um, obviously um, connecting us and um, allowing me to jump on her podcast
0: as well. So thank you to both of you.
2: Awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Sam. Thank you.